Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to Garibaldi Red, a Nottingham Forest podcast brought to you by Nottinghamshire Live. Hello, good morning, welcome to Garibaldi Red for what is basically a lightning round podcast when it comes to everything that's happening at Nottingham Forest this morning. We're going to blitz through loads and loads of stuff in the next 30 minutes or so from Brennan's contract, a new signing, well, a couple of new signings probably, a uh, departure and a kit. So to discuss that, I'm joined first of all by Mikey, Mikey Clark, Michael Temple. Hello, Temps, how are you? Morning, MD. Really good, mate. You've got a busy morning. Uh, yeah, you've got busy hair. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I have the hat on, but I'm a 38-year-old man. I don't think I can wear a cap on YouTube. I look even look even more ridiculous. So, yeah, yeah. take the hat off. Yeah. I'll take that. I'll take the hat off. I'll take that. It's hat nice off. to see go. you not looking flawlessly groomed because that is part of your reputation. <laughs> I think. So. I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure about that. But yeah, very nice of you to say so. Wish I was on the radio rather than YouTube live today. But there we go. Mikey Clark should be joining us imminently if he can get his laptop fixed. So I'll add him into the conversation when he's sorted. But in the meantime, I'm going to pile in because I'm supposed to be doing my day, my day job, basically. So I've got to be done in the next 30 minutes with this. So let's get into it. Uh, where should we start, Tim? Should we start with last night and Brennan's contracts? We're signing yeah, of the summer, do you think? Yeah, massive news. I mean, we spoke last week, didn't we, about our confidence he'd do it because it was the right thing for everybody. But there was some chat over numbers over a long period of time. But um, excellent player huge ceiling and just that certainty now that he's going to be with us all season massively improves our chances of staying in the Premier League and therefore improves the chances of him being a Forest player still in four years time so I was delighted when I heard that news I think it will probably prove to be the signing of the summer and yeah just full of admiration for him as a player I don't think he ever wanted to um, countenance move in elsewhere Um, resisted that move in the last window and I think the interest around him cooled a bit because people out there could see there was a willingness to get the deal done and fair play to uh, to Brennan, his dad and the rest of his camp for getting it across the line. They were negotiating from a good position though, weren't they? With one year left on his contract, his stock getting ever, ever higher. You know, they they did hold quite a good hand there. So, so Forrest have done well to get it done in a sense, haven't they? Yeah, definitely. But the willingness was there as well, right? The last thing Forrest want to see as they ascend to the Premier League, is their best players, their best homegrown players disappearing elsewhere. And there was a little news line I saw in the week about that model that we've had for so long now of selling our, our best prospects for, for real cash um, to keep the books balanced has changed now. The, the dynamic is different. We want to produce these players to keep at the football club for, for 10 years plus and provide a, a platform where they can reach their potential. Because in the championship, if you have a good season, you're going to get picked up. So Brennan's ours, four more years by all accounts. And I really hope they're all spent with Forrest in the Premier League. What's a realistic return for him now in terms of goals and assists? I think it was like 19 and 10 in all comps last, last season. Is it 10 and 5 or 
I don't know, six and eight. What are you thinking in the Premier League? Well, I think you want to stay on penalties. Yeah. So because of that, I think 10 and 10 would be an unbelievable return for a lad who's made that step from League One to the Championship with seemingly relative ease and has to go again now. So, yeah, 10 and 10 would be an unbelievable return. But there'll be teething problems. You know, he's going to come up against better defenders, quicker defenders. He's going to come up against more thorough uh, analysis and insight into what he's expected to do. So the oppo will be that bit more prepared, but he'll be that bit better as well. And he just seems to take it all in his stride, doesn't he? So, yeah, delighted he's around. If he can get 10 and 10, brilliant. If he can get 5 and 10 in either direction, uh, brilliant. And, yeah, I, uh, I trust he'll take the pen. So there's four or five straight away, right? Hopefully so. Hopefully so. Right. Still waiting for Mikey. We're going to plough on. Don't worry. Uh, next thing. Uh, let's do the transfer news that's breaking late last night, this morning. Um, Forrest are pretty close to signing Julian Bianconi, a player I must confess I never heard of last night. But uh, he sounds good on paper. So hopefully he is. He's a 22-year-old French defender who plays for Troyes. can play across the back line. I think he's primarily a right-back or a right-sided centre-back. In the WhatsApp group, Mikey said it sounds like a money ball signing, having looked at his stats. I mean, we're not speaking from a situation of great knowledge here, Thames, but is it an interesting one for you? Well, you are, because you know how to pronounce Troyes, which <laughs> I would probably have uh, bounced in at with Troy. So I don't think I can insult your audience's intelligence by pretending I know anything about this, this fella other than what we've just had a quick Google of. But again, the age profile is impressive. Uh, the fee that he's commanded suggests that he's... Um, a, a real good player with, with with high potential. And it's again, like you say, it's great to see uh, a money ball, thought-out signing who can hopefully improve with us and, and, and add value as, as he goes. I don't know too much about him. Um, but yeah, let's, uh, let's hope that he proves um, more than adequate addition to what is uh, a pretty solid group of centre-halves and possibly one more to come as well. So yeah, good news. Moves are happening. And we're starting to get to that point in the in the window where deals are getting concluded, which is great. We're seeing the kind of the sliding doors now, the playoff final, aren't we? I mean, we'll come on to Toffolo in, in a minute, but Henderson's going to sign. Brennan signed his new contract. We wouldn't be signing, I doubt it, Bianconi without being in the Premier League. We're seeing, you know, the huge change that one game makes now, aren't we? Yeah, and I think there was there was never, with hindsight now, there was never any way of keeping that championship side together. The situation with the loan restrictions in the Premier League, the fees being commanded for the likes of uh, Keenan Davis, if we'd have stayed in the championship or got promoted, that side would have broken up to an extent. And we're seeing that now, like you say. But it's really pleasing that we're shopping from list A rather than list B. And it's really pleasing that we're getting some business done at this stage in the transfer window. So exciting times. And we'll get on to Dean Henderson and one or two others. But these names would not be coming to Forest if we hadn't have got promoted. So, yeah, there for the grace of God, right? We've just got to enjoy it, embrace it, and uh, get these fellas integrated straight away. And obviously, really sticking it to Huddersfield fans now, having beaten them in the final, we're going to take their best left back as well in Harry Toffolo. I think reported fee of £2.5 because he's only got a year left on his contract. I mean, that feels like a really sensible signing. I think he's 27. He's in the prime of his career. He's come through the leagues with like Lincoln and climbed the ladder. So Forrest, they have to balance, you know, 
young profile from abroad with experience with English players who've got a point to prove as well. It, it feels like a good mix, doesn't it? Yeah, and compare and contrast those fortunes, Matt. Huddersfield and Nottingham Forest. We're now nipping in and, you know, poaching is the wrong word, but proving up their best talent at bargain basement prices because of the status that we've we've gained in that in that championship playoff final. So yeah, really good signing. Um is he a top end Premier League player? No, but he's he's an important addition to the to the squad. Um potential alternative to, to Max Lowe, if that Olympiakos rumor is is true. Mm. So yeah, I'm pleased to uh, I'm pleased to see him. And I'm sure Forest fans will uh, will will embrace him pretty quickly. And that bitterness between uh, the Huddersfield's, Huddersfield fans have for, uh, for Forest grows and grows by the day. The Maxlow rumour is true. That's an interesting uh, deal. With Zinkenagel going as well, someone rang me yesterday and uh, suggested, which I think is an interesting theory and probably a good one, that Olympiakos is kind of stockpiling players in the family, so to speak, that could easily alternate between clubs in, in January or in a year. It's quite a clever tactic, isn't it, if, if it is true? Yeah, I mean, look, it's, it's, it's an advantage, right? There's an established Champions League football club in our group, if you like, um, who we've got an established trading relationship with, um, where there's common ownership and also a huge shared resource in assessing talent in the UK and Europe. So I think it's an open secret, isn't it? That insight is being shared between the clubs, the amount of movement, between the clubs um, and the amount of players that seem to be linked with uh, with, with both the clubs is, is very interesting. So, yeah, would there be a loan move uh, in, in the January window if Forrest were light in a particular department? But potentially, yes, that we've got to use every single facet advantage we can find to finish 17th or above in this league. And that seems a, you know, a really... Um, solid resource to have up our sleeve. So, yeah, I hope that room is true and that the trading relationship continues. So, Forrest could have a back five as it stands of, uh, in terms of options, if they go through Nico Williams, hopefully, Issa Kabore from Man City, who they're still in for and they're trying to buy him. But I think it might be a tricky deal to do. Um, Warrell, Bianconi, Cook, McKenna, Toffolo, Another, unless you see Colback as a wing back, and then Larea going out on loan, we think. Does that feel Premier League to you? Well, it's the unknown quantities which will make the difference, isn't it? It's those guys that are coming in from Europe who we're yet to assess and yet to see how they fly in these these conditions. We know what we're getting from the the guys that that are there. Joe Warrell will continue to improve. Scott McKenna as a winner of head and tackles is immense. Um Right side is key, isn't it? I think if we land Nico, that's the one that the, the fans are excited about because he's got solid experience um, in and around an established Premier League club. So, yeah, I think we're getting there or thereabouts. Um, still that gap in, in centre mid, which we discussed at length last week. But the depth in that defensive group um, appears to be really strong to me. And I hope one of these unknown quantities emerges to be um, a, a star in that in that kind of company because that will make a huge difference if they can you know add to what was a, a good group of good understanding um, with someone who's just got the, that little bit of X factor then we'll be all the stronger for it. True, true. Just looking in the comments, um, someone says they don't understand the Larea signing was the only ever Spence replacement if we didn't get promotion. 
I guess he probably was in a sense. And if maybe he does have a, you know, he does kick on, he could play in the Premier League in time, couldn't he? I mean, Forrest didn't spend a lot on him. They get a fee for him playing in the World Cup. So they're not too out of pocket either way, are they? There's hits and misses in every single transfer window and every single squad. Our hit rate last year was phenomenal. The amount of players that arrived, particularly the lone boys, that had an impact on that season was phenomenal. So you have to forgive the odd signing because when you take a, a fella from North America or some obscure European league, you've watched a video where they might be tearing it up against weaker opposition. It's only when you have a look in your environment that you can truly assess a player. So the flashes we saw of Luria, I was relatively impressed. He looked like, he looked like a footballer. Um, but yeah, clearly he'll have limitations and we, we feel we can replace him with, with better. So it hasn't worked out for him. That's football. But I don't criticise the signing because um, he was surrounded by fellas that came in, got straight in the side and improved us massively. True, true. I do like to read the comments. There's one here from Shelley. Says, What's happened to tempt his hair? Shelley, watch the start. Matt didn't want me to wear my uh, my baseball cap. So, uh, yeah, this is what you've got from me on a Saturday morning. <laughs> what is it? I know you were walking your, your little boy this morning. Is it is it rain? This is, we've only got 30 minutes. I'm wasting time here. Is it rain hair <laughs> or is it better? So, yeah, lazily, I went for breakfast in uh, in town. I had to walk my little boy as well. So, uh, yeah, rather than uh, rather than getting the centre parting going, Matt, I just took the cap on and jumped out the door. So, uh, yeah, thanks for the comment about my hair, but let's get back onto Forest. Let's get back onto Forest, yeah. As you really should. Right, goalkeepers. Um, Ethan, Hor- Ethan Horvath has gone to Luton and Dean Henderson's basically a, a done deal. It's going to happen. We're just waiting for Forest to announce it. So we're going to talk in terms that he is a Forest player unless a meteor hits the earth in the next you know, 24 hours. So let's talk as if it's a, a done deal in that sense. Uh, I mean, Horvath is done officially. A sensible move, isn't it, Temps? Well, yeah, he, he's got a World Cup coming up and he wants to get an America squad. Yeah, he doesn't want to be backup keeper and, uh, and nor should he. Um, my kind of one-line assessment of his time at Forest, great hands, poor feet. I think he was very adequate backup for Samba. Looked at one point that he challenged for that spot, but he always looked nervous with the ball at his feet. And having a keeper that can distribute was, was quite key in the way that Forrest played. So, yeah, fair play. He'll go and be a success elsewhere, I'm sure. Uh, and we're, we're getting a massive upgrade through the through the door later today. Yeah, uh, Henderson, we've spoken ad nauseum about Brees Samba going back to France kind of imminently. Um, let's add Mikey in. Better late than never for the next 15 minutes. Mikey. Hello. Sorry, I'm not that guy that just turns up late to a party when, when it's uh, in full swing. Apologies, technological issues. This Mikey, you've missed nothing. They've just been talking about my hat hair. Um, we've barely got into Dean Henderson yet. You're fine. You're up to date. Well, we were on the keepers. I'll bring you in on the keepers. Brie Sam are going back to France imminently. Ethan Horvath gone to loose. And Dean Henderson, we're going to talk in terms that he's a Forest player because he basically is. And then probably Wayne Hennessy coming in as the backup. I've seen that reported and it sounds like a sensible move. This shake-up of the goalkeepers, Mikey, it, it feels like a bit of a statement for Forest that they, you know, they're here to stay, hopefully, in the Premier League. Unmute yourself, Mikey. Come on. Can you now? You can hear can you now. now. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. Do you out again. Yeah, you might have to if, if the uh, technological issue is still going. Yes, I think so. Um, some real statements of intent. I'll, I'll, uh, I'm pleasantly surprised, if I'm honest with you. I think if you look at our two goalkeepers we had before, as great as they were, 
and everybody loves Samba, of course, you have to say on reflection that Dean Henderson will be a brilliant addition for Forrest. His experience in the Premier League um, is up and coming. He's going to be trying his damned hardest to get into that England squad as well. So the opportunity of first team football in the Premier League is something that he won't be he won't be uh, you know averse to, and you know his level of performance in his own in his own head should I say is going to be really really high. So um, it's 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 a real positive feel at the moment. I think it seems like we're building from the back. I know it's a bit of a cliche, but you know we're starting with the goalkeepers. We're talking about defenders. It makes me wonder whether midfielders we've already got a striker in. So it all seems to be coming together and it is a big statement of intent. And when he's paused, having a nightmare. Temps. Yeah, I, I agree with everything he said. I agree with everything he said. It is, it is a statement of intent, isn't it? He's back. It is a statement of intent. It's a it's a it's a Premier League ready keeper. He's already finished ninth in this division and he's a quality addition. And yeah, as I said, we've done, done lots, answered this question several times, haven't we? Got to move on from Samba now. We've moved on from Horvath now. This fella is next level and we're going to be a better side for having him. True, true. Uh, there's no loan, actually, there's no option in the loan and in the end after all those negotiations. I've asked Temps this before. But Mikey, does it bother you that there's no loan? Does it, does it affect Henderson's motivation or Forest prospects at all? I don't think so. I mean, ideally, it would have been lovely, wouldn't it? You know, if he has a great season, um, I don't know how long De Gea is going to stay at Man United. It would have been wonderful if we had that first option and everything went according to plan and then he made the permanent move. But you never know what's going to happen. You know, we could really enjoy it here. We could break into that England England team and England squad um, and he might want to stay. You know, Man United have got a new manager. Who's, who's to say that Ten Hag's not going to bring in another goalkeeper? And he might find himself third or fourth down the pecking order. So, you know, he's here for the season. It suits both parties. And if at the end of the season, or even in January, you never know, there's a desire there to to take that next step and to make it permanent, and it suits all parties, then why not? You know, you can't complain when somebody of that calibre goes through the door, even if you've only maybe got him for a short period of time. I mean, look at Jed Spence. He came across for you know a season and made a huge difference. So let's hope Dean Anderson can can make the same difference, but obviously in a different position. True. Uh, last couple on transfers before we just talk about the kit for five or ten minutes at the end. Um, how many more do they need? Probably starting midfield temps. Is it two central midfielders? Maybe even three? I don't know. How do you see it? Yeah, that's that's the key for me. Um, central midfield. I think the, the depth has emerged now, hasn't it, in, in defence? And it wasn't an issue for us last year. Finding someone to replace Spence is, is key there. Sounds like we're making good progress. As I said before, beyond Gibbs-White, I don't think we've yet heard the name of the other midfielder who's going to come through this door and be a, um, a starter every single week. I think we need it. Um, it's, a, it's the area where I think we're perhaps a little bit exposed, both in terms of quality uh, and and depth. I really want Yatesy um, to have a good Premier League season. I'd be delighted if he can um, find his feet quickly and have an impact on the side. Him plus Gibbs White plus A and other would be the, um, the 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 ideal for me. So yeah, desperate to see news of a, another central midfielder coming through the door. Yeah, I think Joe Arebo is the only incredible name that I've seen that would make sense from Rangers. I mean, Mikey, do you think there's a scenario maybe even now where they can buy Ghana? Forest are genuinely going for it and United are having this 
big shake-up in midfield if they get um, De Jong from Barcelona. Is there maybe a deal to be to be done there, or do you think Forrest has just moved on from Ghana and they're looking completely in, in different areas now? Yeah, I think at this point in time, we've probably moved on. But, but like I said before, you, you don't know what's going to happen. So Ghana's now at a stage where he's had, what, three championship loans, is Watford, and then obviously two, two, two times to us. He needs to test himself in the Premier League. Is it that age now where he thinks he can cut it, and he probably can at a certain level there? Um, but again, it just depends on Manchester United. You know, They're going to invest heavily with this new manager. So he may not be part of the plan. It depends on pre-season. I believe he's not even met him yet. So I think it's a case of let's just see what happens. What might be really, really interesting is because of the break this season with the World Cup, the season's almost truncated into sort of two or three parts, whereas before you just had the, the January transfer window and wherever you were, you either overspent or maybe underspent. Now it's going to be a bit different because we've got a lot of games before that November break. Um, it may be that there could be an opportunity to go back for players like James Garner after the World Cup if it's quite evident that he's not going to feature in this Manchester United team. So it's probably one that I wouldn't give up on, but I think I, I can't see him coming here before the World Cup, if I'm honest. But if he does come, I think it might be a permanent because he's not been able to force his way in there. But we'll, have, we'll just have to see what happens. Uh, let's throw a couple of quick comments in. Uh, it's a good one from Richard here, I think, about defensive midfielders. I think Forrest are going to need someone. They, they can't be quite that open and just rely on Yates to be there in force. So I think that's fair. And what I'm going to put to you guys is an interesting one from Adam. He thinks Steve Cook's too slow for the Premier League and will get found out quickly. I mean, Forrest do lack pace at the back, but I think there's a way around that. Cook's had a good Premier League career. I think he can still cut it. What do you think, Temps? Yeah, Steve Cook will get minutes this season. Um, I think he's going to have to fight for his place with these new boys that are coming in. I think Worrell and McKenna are the ones that are, that are inked in. But look, he'll, he'll know that. He'll know that depth is required. We saw last year that there were, there were times when um, Figueredo stepped in and did commendably well. So it's unrealistic for last season's back three to play every single game this year. So if Cook's scrapping for his place and gets it on merit, fair if he finds himself warming the bench a little bit, it's because we brought in a better player. In terms of him being exposed with his uh, supposed lack of pace, uh, I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure he was rapid in his pomp and he survived with Bournemouth for a fair few years. So I'm, I'm, I'm not writing Steve Cook off. They'll be faster defenders, but they'll have their own limitations. So, yeah, Steve Cook's got a big part to play this season. But I think Worrell and McKenna um, are the ones that, he's, uh, that, are, that are inked in. And he could come under a bit of pressure from these new boys. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I kind of I understand what Temps is saying. I think um, I think a couple of things. I think we'll start with the back three, and Cook in that centre centre position of the back three will probably drop off deeper. So the chances that he's like the last line of defence, so the chances of people getting in behind him, it doesn't necessarily need to be rapid. I think if you remember his Bournemouth days. When he played with Nathan Ake, they, they used to play with the back four and used to let in three or four goals a game, but then used to score three or four goals. I don't, you know, I agree with Temps, he's never been the quickest. But I think if we start with the back three, I think he'll start in the centre. But like Temps says, he's not going to play every game. You know, these new guys were getting in younger, quicker, probably a bit stronger, but there's no substitute for experience. You know, there really isn't. He's been there and done that. He's played in the Premier League. Um, he was brilliant in the playoff run, you, you know. 
calming people down. You saw him. There will be times when we have that low block and we're holding on for dear life. And someone like Steve Cook at the back might be the difference between us getting a point or getting, you know, done three or four. So crucial member of the squad. I don't think he's going to play every game, uh, but I think he'll start the season, if I'm honest. Uh, let's finish talking about the kit briefly. We announced yesterday the home kit. No sponsor, but Forest Owen talks uh, with at least a couple of parties that will bring in a lot of money by the sound of it. So that's why there's no sponsor. But I'm sure there will be before the start of the season. Just a word on each, lads. Mikey, you like it? It's, uh, what would I rate it out of 10? I'd probably give it a five or a six. It's it's nice, it's neat, it, it's smart. I love the Trembridge design. Temps uh, will probably chip in on this. I think that's brilliant. Uh, really, really like that. And when you zoom in on it, it looks tremendous. Um, really like that. I always think home kids should be pretty traditional, if I'm honest with you. I think you've got your creativity when you get to your second and your third kit should be a bit mad. So <laughs> I think in terms of the home kit, it's pretty much what I was expecting. It's all right. My wife's just bought it, so it can't be that bad. Temps, what's your verdict on it? Yeah, look, it's got a Premier League badge on the arm, so take my money. <laughs> Medium, Fair please. <laughs> very true, very true. I'm sure they'll release uh, yeah, an away kit and a mad third kit very soon, but... Uh, a kit's a kit to me. Yeah, I think the kits are made by the memories of the games, like we saw with the third kit last season. No one really liked it until they won at Bristol City and just won every game, you know, at Barnsley as well. Now everyone loves it, and it's going to be one of those cult ones, like that mad Labatt's one from the mid '90s that was yellow and black. So it's fine for me. Uh, I won't buy it because it'll be too tight, and I'll look horrendous in it. So let other people do that. Right, uh, I think we shall leave it there, Mikey. You've got to well, you've got to go to the Philippines shortly, so we don't want you to miss your flight. Temps, you've got to brush your hair, and I've got to do my day job. So thanks very much to everyone who watched along and commented as ever. We'll be back <laughs> back on Monday. Our guest is. Um, Barstool Chief, the podcaster from America, um, who's become a Forest fan in the last few years. So I did a good interview with him, and that's out on Monday. So I hope people check that out. Temps, thank you very much. Pleasure, Matt. Let's uh, look out for a little key pronouncement later on this morning, shall we? Hopefully so. Hopefully so. Mikey, thank you belatedly. Yeah, thank you. If you can send somebody to sort my Wi-Fi out whilst I'm away, that would be much appreciated. But thanks, guys. Yes. Don't burgle Mikey. There are people in his house, so don't worry about that. Right. Thanks very much, everyone. We'll be back on Monday and we'll see you soon.